Hello, everyone. Welcome back inside the UC Health Training Center for today's edition of Broncos Now. Team reporter and host Sydney Jones here. And coming up on today's episode, we'll hear from head coach Nathaniel Hackett as he reflected on Monday night's game. Plus, Broncos lead writer Eric Dalala joins the show for a game recap of the Broncos' loss in Los Angeles. All that and more coming up. Broncos fell on the road 19 to 16 Monday night to the Los Angeles Chargers and now sit at two and four. Head coach Nathaniel Hackett spoke to the media today and addressed some of those offensive struggles we saw in Los Angeles. Uh, lack of consistency right now. Uh, I think it's just you, you see some good things. Uh, I thought that first half there was a lot of good. Uh, we were in some backed up situations, some uh, get back on track situations, which is those long long deals with some of those penalties that we had early, and we battled back from those. We got a field goal on the first drive. Then we came back and had a bunch of explosive plays and were able to score. The key for us is, and then came coming back with the two-minute drive to be able to get uh, three points and have an opportunity to score there. Uh, we just have to be consistent. You come out the second half and uh, get yourself in a couple manageable third downs and don't convert on those, and that's frustrating. It's frustrating for all of us. We need uh, better plays from the coaches. We need uh, better execution. I mean, it's all of us as a team because we can't leave the defense out there as long as we did. And uh, it's, again, about consistency, consistency, consistency. And it goes from everybody from uh, every position on the offense. We saw how frustrated some of the players were on the field following the game on Monday night. And head coach Nathaniel Hackett talked about that today and said he completely understands. When it comes to the players, uh, yeah, they're frustrated. The coaches are frustrated. We're all frustrated. We want more consistency. The thing I give so much credit for this team is they are battling. We're in all these games. I mean, two overtime uh, games uh, versus, you know, I think Indianapolis won again this week, and then uh, versus a good team in, uh, in the Los Angeles Chargers. So they are battling, and they're doing everything they can. And with our guys being frustrated, you, that's what you want. You want them to be frustrated to a certain extent because they want to win. They want to win. They want to be part of it. They want to be able to make plays for their teammates. Uh, so that happens. That happens when you, when, when you don't win a football game. They want to do whatever they can to be able to help win. Coach Hackett was asked when fixing these issues, whether it's about working harder or working smarter. And he said, it's both. You always want to work harder as a coach, as players. You're always trying to do more. That's just kind of our nature. Uh, we are always trying to be as efficient as possible, uh, wanting to put the guys in the best spot they can be into to make a play. Uh, so we'll continually do that. And we always, like I said, we want to be smart. We want to be efficient. We want to make sure we're doing the right things. And uh, it, I mean, Whenever you take over a new offense, there's always growing pains. There's always things, and we've talked about that. There's always things from the rhythm, uh, getting guys in a rhythm and thought we were really in the right direction there in the first half. Uh, but when all of a sudden you get stalled a couple times, those are the things that the guys have to learn to battle through. Again, I appreciate the team on how they battled and kept us in all these games. Uh, I, th I think it's been great to see those guys continually fight, both offense and defense. It's not the result that we want, and we need to move forward in winning these close games. The defense continues to play at a high level week in and week out, and Monday night versus the Chargers was no different. Coach Hackett discussed how impressed he was by their performance and the faith he has in this team to turn things around. They're battling nonstop. I mean, Alex Singleton steps in again, has so many tackles, uh, the defensive line penetrating, rushing the quarterback, going against a really good offense, and 
uh, just watching them continually play, I mean, it, it's a great defense. I give them so much credit. And it's on the rest of the team to be able to step up to their level and, and have that same standard that they have and be able to make plays. But uh, without a doubt, we have that faith that, uh, you know, we're going to continually get better, continually put the guys in the right spot so we could take advantage of this great defense. Now it's time to take a look at today's injury update following Monday night's game. Coach Hackett announced that outside linebacker Aaron Patrick tore his ACL and will be out for the remainder of this season. Cornerback Yisang Bassey has a hamstring injury and will miss some time. And Russell Wilson also has a hamstring injury in his day-to-day. Coach Hackett confirmed that Russ did get an MRI today and that they will continue to monitor him. Now joining me here inside the Broncos podcast studio for a game recap is Broncos lead writer Eric Delala. Eric Really brutal loss in Los Angeles last night. You know, you've had some time to really digest it now. What are just your overall thoughts? Yeah, the overall thoughts is that the defense keeps playing really, really well. Um, What stands out to me is the three drives the Chargers had, essentially, with a chance to win the game with just a field goal. And the Broncos defense came up with a stop again and again and again until that muff punt at the end. And um, But to go along with the defense that's playing so well as an offense that just cannot get out of its own way, cannot find a way to consistently make plays. Mm-hmm. Again, you still see flashes early in the game. You've got a, a 10 nothing lead, a great play from Russ to Jerry Judy. And then on the next play, finds Greg Dulcich for a wide-open touchdown, but just cannot uh, consistently find success. I believe 15 passing yards uh, in the second half. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, two consecutive three and outs in overtime. It, it just wasn't good enough quite frankly and I think the Broncos know that they've said that again and again but they've got to figure out a way to fix it because now at two and four the margin for error is gone the Broncos have to find a way to win these next two games get to the bye at four and four to to really have a chance at saving their season yeah Eric you mentioned the flashes that we see from this offense you know specifically early on in the game they did have that rhythm you know looking at the first quarter what do you think kind of changed as the game moved on well I mean the negative plays Came yeah. back and they did overcome some of those mm-hmm. early in the game. I mean, I think there was a third and long uh, on the initial field goal drive that Cortland Sutton kind of wiped out with a pass interference call that he drew. Right. Um, it's just about, you know, we can talk a lot about negative plays and making third and longs, third and shorts. Your best players have to make plays in big moments. And we saw, you know, the Broncos defense do that. You know, Pat Sertan stepped up. Um, Baron Browning made a bunch of plays. I'm sure we'll talk more about him, mm-hmm. but the Broncos offense has been unable to make those big time plays. And you know, in particular, the protection, it seemed like broke down. The chargers started bringing a lot of pressure uh, for whatever reason, the Broncos weren't uh, equipped to handle that. I don't know if that's Russell Wilson needing to make a check at the line. I don't know if that's a um, individual error on an offensive lineman up front. I don't know if it's a schematic thing in terms of blocking from outside in instead of inside out. Uh, But the Broncos have to get that fixed because it's a copycat league. So, you know, the Jets this weekend, I'm sure they're going to bring pressure right up the A-gap and try to do the same thing to the Broncos and and dare them to stop that rush. So, you know, between not being on the same page, protections that broke down, just an inability to make those big plays when you need it, all those things kind of combined so that the Broncos couldn't get anything going there mentioned you know Greg Dulcich a little bit earlier his first NFL game came in and made an immediate impact on offense had his first NFL touchdown what did you really like about his contribution 
Yeah, I mean, I thought they used him all over the field, which was nice. You saw him split out wide. You saw him kind of as an inline tight end, which is where that, that touchdown came from. He kind of ran a little a wheel route. He escaped out into the flat and then turned it upfield. Um, his versatility, his speed really makes him unique, and I thought it was great that you know it didn't take long for him to uh, to become that main guy. I mean, I think he played 40-something snaps on offense. He was really involved. Um, targeted in the end zone a second time there at the end of the first half, almost made a great catch that I believe would have put the Broncos up 17-10 at halftime. Um, So he's a weapon. I'm sure they'll try to continue to get him involved. But again, it it comes down to consistency because we saw a couple of catches in the first half, but then nothing in the second half. And and granted, nobody really had much going in the second half, but um, the Broncos need their playmakers to make plays throughout the game. They need the quarterback to find those guys when they're open. Mm-hmm. And uh, they've got to find a way to do it consistently. Well, Eric, you know, Coach Hackett announced following the game last night that Russell Wilson had suffered a hamstring injury. This is something definitely to monitor over the next couple of days through the week. Yeah, it's a short week, obviously. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll have to see what happens with Russell because it's kind of twofold. As one, can he play? on a short week against the Jets. Again, a game the Broncos desperately need to win. Mm-hmm. Um, and listen, I, I know that there are people that are, I don't know, they're worried, they're complaining about Russell Wilson's play. Broncos are better with Russell Wilson on the field. Sure. Um, and so that's one thing to, to monitor. Just first, can he go this week? Mm-hmm. And then the second thing is how effective can he be? Because, you know, with the shoulder injury, the way we saw Russ play, it seemed like he still had the ability to launch the ball down the field. Yeah. But Russ, it seems like, has been at his best when he's been moving outside the pocket. Uh, you know, they get him on the roll. Um, there are a couple of read option plays they ran in the fourth quarter. It wouldn't surprise me if that's when he picked up that injury. He mentioned it was in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Um, and so the question will be, okay, if he can play, is he limited to, to staying inside the pocket? Can he still get out and move? Right. Um, can he avoid pressure? Because... Clearly, that's something he might just have to deal with all year is avoiding uh, pressure, avoiding extra rushers. Uh, and so those it's a twofold thing here. And the Broncos might have to decide, hey, he's healthy enough to go, but he's not healthy enough to, to move around and be effective. In that case, you start thinking about, okay, well, is Brett Rippon the guy this week? But obviously a long way from that. Eric, you know, you mentioned the defense a little bit earlier on. They battled their hearts out. Again, you know, just such a consistent group there week in and week out. How resilient is this defense? And specifically, you mentioned Pat Sertan, Baron Browning, you know, really showing how good they are or how, yeah, on Monday night. Yeah, I mean, Pat Sertan, we can start with him. Um, I believe that Mike Williams had 100-yard games in three of his last four outings. He was held to 17, 18 yards on two receptions. Neither one of those came with Pat Sertan in coverage. Um, every time Herbert looked Mike Williams's way with Sertan there, it was not a completion. Mm-hmm. Um, he just continues to be really good. And I, I know this team is not doing well right now, so it's easy to just to kind of write it off as a bright spot. But I hope right. people appreciate what Pat Sertan is doing because he's playing as well as any cornerback in the NFL right now. And it's it's impressive to watch. Impressive. Yeah. It's fun to watch. So I hope people enjoy that. Um, up front, I mean, you mentioned Baron Browning kind of in that front seven, a sack. An interception. Yeah, he yeah. also picked up a fumble and a fumble recovery right. on the same play. That was a funny play. Um, a batted pass that ended a drive. Um, he's been really impressive. Alex Singleton was all over the place. I think he had 21 tackles in right. the game. That's that's absurd. Impressive. Um, but like you mentioned, it's just overall. Whoever's in there, what's impressed me is 
these guys, they've been beaten up a little bit. They're missing starters, um, Josie Jewell, Ronald Darby, and they still find a, Randy Gregory, and they still find a way to keep that elite level of plays. I believe they were out there for 93 plays wow. during this game. Yeah. And they were able to hold the Chargers to 19 points. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the game-winning field goal came kind of when they were pinned deep in their own territory. Uh, but again and again, they just came up big. And, and that's the – I'm rambling a little bit about the defense here, but that's the, the frustrating part is that this defense is playing so okay. well and it's mm-hmm. a – it's a championship level defense that if the offense could 100%. just the offense doesn't have to score 35 points a game. If the, if the offense could just find a way to get to, to 22, 24, yeah. or just be kind of an average offense, mm-hmm. the Broncos, they could be sitting here at five and one. They'd be in a much better spot. They'd have a chance to turn things around. And that's why my faith for this season is not completely lost because they can, they don't have to click completely. If they can just get a little bit better, right. this defense is good enough that you can still win a lot of football games. And so credit to those guys, on defense, I hope they keep battling. I hope I hope they keep putting this on tape. I completely agree, Eric. Last one here for you. I know, I know every week we say this, you know, how critical this next game is, how yeah. critical another win is. But, like, we have two weeks now, Jets and then London versus Jags until we head into the bye. So, really, how critical are these next two weeks for this team? Yeah, you know, I know Justin Simmons said it was a must-win going into the Chargers. Yeah. Um, I didn't consider it a must-win just because – I always thought going on the road to play the Chargers was going to be a really tough game. And and listen, get, dropping, dropping a two and four is no fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it obviously puts you behind. Broncos are a game and a half back of the seventh seed right now, which is the Colts, who obviously had a chance to beat. But but that's the loss that stings is the Colts, Colts. one. Because if you, yeah. you pick that up, you're still at three and three. You're in a decent spot. Um, but you're right. We've now reached must-win territory. Um, last year, three teams that were two and four, ended up making the playoffs. So there, there is precedent here in recent history. But the Broncos, with as tough a schedule as they've got late, they have to find a way to win this game this weekend at home. I mean, the Jets are 4-2. and two. They're a good football team. They're playing really well. Yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. But you've got to find a way to win this game at home. And then to play the Jaguars, I know it's in London. I know it's tricky. It's You've got to deal with all the distractions, all the, the body clock, all that sort of thing. Absolutely, yeah. you got to find a way to win that game. And so if the Broncos can get back to 4-4 four and four and get to the bye and reset, mm-hmm. you know, there's a chance that they can go on a run here and figure things out and still make a postseason push. But the margin for error, like I mentioned, it's gone. You've right. got to find a way to win these next two games or else, you know, you're going to be looking at uh, probably an insurmountable uh, hill to climb. Yep. Well, hopefully they do, Eric. Appreciate your time today and your insight always. You got it. Well, that'll do it for today's episode of Broncos Now. Thanks so much, Broncos Country, for tuning in. I hope you all will meet me right back here on the Broncos Podcast Network in YouTube tomorrow evening for another episode. I'll see you all then.